This is the Yorkshire Voice Newscast, brought to you by Leeds Trinity University. Welcome to the Yorkshire Voice Newscast. I'm your presenter, Bethan Case, and I'll be bringing you the latest news across Yorkshire. Today, we'll be covering everything about the Pink Moon by talking live to a Leeds astronomy, hearing people's opinion about Boris Johnson's statement, and we'll be diving into the Oscars with our entertainment reporter. Two males have been arrested over a shooting in Leeds. On Friday the 23rd, a 20-year-old man was found on Carton View, Little London, Leeds, with a minor injury to his arm from a bullet wound. He was treated at hospital and later released. A 21-year-old was arrested on Saturday on suspicion of attempted murder for it, and a 20-year-old male was arrested early hours this morning of the same offence when officers executed a warrant at the address in Moortown. Police are asking for any witnesses I could give this information on the investigation and to call 101. West Yorkshire Fire and Police Fire and Rescue have been in, been at Marston Moor all night battling a moorland blaze. Ten fire engines and a special unit were in attendance to fight the fire. The fire was still going on this morning. An investigation is underway to find out what caused the fire. West Yorkshire Police have launched an appeal for a sighting of a missing man. Our reporter, Olivia Tainsley, has more. Darren Harper, 53, was last seen earlier today on Wirrintree Drive, Bradford, and is described as being around 5 foot 8 of heavy build with short, shaved, grey hair and brown eyes. He may also be wearing glasses and was last seen wearing dark blue jeans, a black and grey jumper and a black zip-up fleece. Anyone with information is being urged to contact 101 immediately as there is concerns for Darren's welfare. Fresh claims about Boris Johnson are not true and a comedy chapter, says one cabinet minister. In October 2020, Boris Johnson made a statement, let the bodies pile high in the thousands in referral to the enforcement of a feared lockdown. However, recent statements made at number 10 claim the statement was not was just another lie. People across Yorkshire have expressed their opinions on the statement made by the Prime Minister. Um, I think it's despicable. Mm -hmm. It seems to tie in with the whole herd immunity thing where they were prepared to let um, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people die just to save the economy, perhaps, but then they've messed up as well, and that's pretty much it. Really. If it was what he said, then it's appalling. Obviously, a third lockdown is preferable to more people dying. We've already had a massive death count. I won't think he'll publicly say it, nor will he privately say it. He's a prime minister, so they've done all this work for him to say that. It does not make sense. It does not make sense. Yeah, even if we don't agree with the things that he has said and done in the past, but reflect on it, it doesn't make sense. Ex-Olympic sprinter Colin Jackson, CBE, openly shares his views on allergies. He opened up on how people should do more to help him and others who suffer with allergies. We need to have our allergies recognised more specialists, more specialists trained, because again, you know, when it's something that's a little bit distant from people, there's not enough money into research. And so specialist advice that you could get um, is not always there. Um, so, yeah, I feel like we could do a lot more. Colin dreamed of becoming a cricket cricketer, but because he suffers with a severe pollen allergy, he had his he had to abandon his dream. He was forced on become he was focused on becoming a sports star and decided to become a sprinter instead. Colin Jackson became the two time sprint and wheel champion and an Olympic silver medalist. Yeah, you know that was the for me because I I I was always going to be a sportsman. I love sports, so um, cricket, as I said, was my number one. Uh, but athletics again, it ended up. Um, been a good secondary career, I think, <laughs> for me in that sense. I made the right decision at the, at the right time. Um, it was linked to, to you know, many things. As you know, 
there's never just one specific thing. There's lots of things that you do. But one of the things I really loved about going to athletics was selecting yourself. So if you were going to a big race and you knew if you were in the top three, you were going to a major championship, then I love that, that little added pressure. As the country is gradually is finding its way out of a lockdown, okay. Bradford Discount Credit Union has launched a new £2 million unlocking fund to help a local community look at the future with a bit more confidence. One of the aims of the project is to prevent people in need from having to resort to a loan sharks. Ian Brewer, Financial Inclusion Officer at Bradford Discount Credit Union, has talked to our reporter Ricardo Toronto about how the funding works and what the union hopes to achieve from it. Well, we hope, we hope to help people start. Um looking ahead coming out of lockdown through through the loan uh being able to get themselves straight and and uh, sort themselves out but also to look ahead at what they might want to do in the future be that um a wedding be that uh buying a new car or upgrading the car whatever it is that people want to do he went on further to discuss how the process of getting a loan through bradford district district credit union We've heard of lockdown loans being offered at 500% APR. So what the community is really facing, because the banks aren't lending very much because they're looking for high credit scores, what we're trying to do is come in for those people that can't get bank loans, that don't want to go to high-cost lenders. We're saying, come to the credit union. On to sports now, Bradford City loses 2-1 against Port Vale at the weekend. The Batmans took the lead when striker Clayton Donson scored a goal in the first 15 minutes. However, Vale quick to respond, scoring an equaliser with Tom Colton later clinching victory with a penalty. Following what is now Bradford City's fourth straight loss, Mark and Truman highlighted what his team needs to do to win. Now what we can't do is just let this uh, season you know, go flat and, and lose football matches. We've got to win football matches, you know, and, you know, the way that we play today, you know, we'll, we'll lose games, more games than we'll win if we play like we did today, meaning, you know, we've got to be more aggressive in our play, we've got to compete more. Um, so, like I say, and you earn your own uh, luck in this game. Leeds have claimed another point against one of the Premier League's top teams after holding Manchester United to a goalless draw at Elland Road. It comes after they held Liverpool one all on Monday night. Midfielder Calvin Phillips tells Sky Sports it was a typical display from them. You know, as a team, we love to dig in and you know just make it hard for teams when they come here, especially you know teams like United. Um, but it was a good game. I really enjoyed it and a battle with the midfielders and everywhere in the park. So really enjoyed it. We are now joined by entertainer reporter Jess Bailey to talk about what happened last night at the Oscars. Wow. Wow, what a night, Jess. I heard it was a bit of a strange one. I know it was a little bit different to what we've seen this year with other award ceremonies, but very, very good. I heard it was done in a train station. Is that true? That was the British base was. So instead of having people and the nominees travel to America and to LA, they had... Um, partly shown in LA and then the British nominees were over here in London yeah in a train station of all places that is crazy I, you wouldn't expect that at all would you like <laughs> it's good to have something unexpected though I think that's exactly what we needed yeah I feel like it made the event a bit better as well instead of it all just being over zoom oh definitely I think they were told to try and avoid zoom at all costs and I think everyone watching or everyone who's watched a clip has really appreciated that yeah I definitely did as well 
But I heard Chloe Zohau has made history at the Academy Awards by becoming the first woman from ethnically diverse communities and is only the second woman ever to win the Best Director. Yeah. We got, we've got her accepting the prize where she talked about what inspires her. I have always found goodness in the people I met everywhere I went in the world. So this is for anyone who has the faith and the courage to hold on to the goodness in themselves and to hold on to the goodness in each other, no matter how difficult it is to do that. Chloe's film Nomadland was also named Best Picture and its lead, Frances McDormand, won Best Actress last night. It really was the night's favourite, it seems, nominated for so many. And that was Frances McDormand's third Oscar for lead acting role. And she's only the second living um, actor to have done that. And the other one was Daniel Day-Lewis. And from one legend of the screen to the next, Sir Anthony Hopkins, who won the Best Actor Oscar last night, posted a comment to his Instagram following the award. Well, here I am in my homeland in Wales. And at 83 years of age, I did not expect to get this award. I really didn't. And um, very grateful to the Academy and thank you. And I want to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman, who's taken from us far too early. And again, thank you all very much. <laughs> I really did not expect this. So I feel very privileged and honored. Thank you. I heard there was a lot of outrage over social media about Chadwick Boseman not winning uh, Best Actor. I'd seen a little bit about that as well because they put it as the last award of the night, which was unusual. But so that left many people thinking that it was going to be a tribute to Chadwick Boseman at the end as he won that. But, you know, Sir Anthony Hopkins is an amazing actor and often with Oscars and other award ceremonies, they're not necessarily your favourite film that wins or exactly who you'd expect to win. And that just keeps it quite interesting, I think. Yeah, I think as well, especially because... He is such a big star, like you said, and it was he didn't even turn up to the awards because I've heard he doesn't even attend most awards. He didn't on the BAFTAs the other day. Um, he did a Zoom call, I think, but he wasn't actually, I don't think he had his camera on. Um, did you see that Sound of Metal won Best Sound last night as well? Yeah, was that starring Riz Ahmed? Yeah, I don't know if you saw about all the um, dedication he put into that film saying, because it focuses around a drummer who is deaf I think or hearing impaired and he put like blockers in his ears to really you know experience and try and put himself in the put himself in the shoes of his character and it was really really good. I've heard as well with people who play deaf like act like people they um with the vibrations and that's why they put blockers and stuff in their ears so they can't hear anything and be able to feel the vibrations through their hands yeah it's so interesting and my other favorite moment of Riz Ahmed, la Riz Ahmed last night was did you see him on the red carpet with his wife yes I did and he sorted out his wife's hair it's so lovely we had we had quite a few like nice and funny moments last night did you see um Glenn Close and her dancing yeah she was twerking wasn't she yeah what a sight to see that was she she was still celebrating despite not winning shockingly after this was her eighth nomination that she eighth. hasn't won yeah wow did you see um daniel kakaludi talking about his parents having sex <gasps> i think the highlight of the night was his mum's expression 
in as soon as he said that, 100%. Yeah, definitely. But we've got one more last entertainment story for the show. Have you heard about the Josh fight? Um, no, I haven't. Well, if anyone out there is listening and is named Josh, this story's for you. Hundreds of people across the US all have competed in a battle to find out who is the superior Josh. And it started by uh, by someone called Josh Swan, who made a, a joke during the pandemic by messaging other people named Josh and challenged them to do a duel. The battle took place in Nebraska with pool noodles and other foam objects being called as the weapon of choice. The winner, however, was a five-year-old boy called Josh Vincent G- Jr., who was not only crowned the championship, but also received treatment at the Children's Hospital, which the event rate £8,000 for. Oh, wow. It's amazing, isn't it? But now, to th- finally, we're going to finish off with the weather. Here is our reporter, Lydia O'Neill. Hi, I'm Lydia O'Neill with today's weather. Um, last week was the warmest week uh, in 2021 reaching 18 degrees is the highest weather um today is forecasting really nice weather as well and so is this week reaching heights of 15 degrees although the met have been saying that um there will be a bit of cloud and rain so there's that to watch out for thanks lydia that's it for Yorkshire Voice Newscast. We hope you enjoyed taking a closer look at some of today's news stories with us. And don't forget to set your alarms early so you can see the, pook- the pink moon, which is at 4.31 in the morning. Join us again tomorrow at the same time, but until then, it's goodbye from us. <laughs>